Welcome back to the Visible at Work podcast, the show that shares what to do after you get the job. Designed to help you navigate workplace issues and unlock executive opportunities through communication. I am your host, Tracy, and welcome today. I have a very special guest with me. I'll consider her a celebrity in her own right. And she's a very, <laughs> she's a very special person because before diversity and inclusion became a thing, she's been championing that cause here in Canada. And it will be a pleasure to have her here today to share how you can use your diversity as a strong point to stand out in the workplace. Her name is Tina. I hope I, I mentioned your last name correctly, Barugese. Am I correct? Did I get it? Very close. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. And Tina no has professionally been working with immigrants in, in, in her role as um, the province of Alberta Immigration Office, you know, before she branched out into having her own successful relocation and settlement firm and she's currently also the past media past president of the canadian association of professional speakers in calgary so tina has a lot you know to share with us today and she's also a daughter of first generation east indian parents so she has the personal experience and also the professional experience to speak with us today thank you once again tina for joining us on this podcast my thank you for having me Yes, Tina. So, you know, we, we were sharing notes and just talking about like what we're going to discuss today. And, you know, pretty much like what I mentioned earlier about how your own personal experience what was the turning point for you to be able to share about how people should um, take diversity and inclusion seriously, businesses and people alike, before it became a very popular topic right now. Right, and so uh, you're asking why people should take diversity and inclusion seriously? Yes. Yeah, well, I think that um, there's, it's not just the right thing to do, but it's actually even the more profitable mm. for companies when they implement diversity and inclusion initiatives. And when we look at diversity, it's really about the different experiences, stories, backgrounds, culture that we all have. And diversity, you know, when we look at diversity, we're not just looking at race, religion, but race, religion, sexual orientation, age, weight, uh, disability, both emotional, emotional, physical, which all contributes to our own story yes. and our own reflection and how we perceive the world through our own lens. And when you can see the world in a different capacity, you can offer the most important diversity, which is really cognitive diversity, which is diversity of thought mm. and diversity of perspective. And so when we can bring together all of that diversity of thought and diversity of perspective, we can look at ways in a, a we can look at strategies of the workplace in a more creative, innovative, profitable, productive manner. And so that's why companies really should look at diversity and inclusion initiatives because it truly really is not just the right thing to do, mm. but it is the best thing to do for the company. Mm. 
great, great, great. Thank you, Tina. So, you know, I, I, I mentioned your background just a bit. So could you please just share more light on that? Your, um, your background as a culturally diverse Canadian? Um, so my background, my, my cultural background? Yes, please. So I, my, my parents came from India to Canada over 60 years ago. Wow. And my dad uh, was training here in Canada to become a neurosurgeon and it's where he needed to obtain a training to become a neurosurgeon. Yeah. My mother actually was born in India, and he's my older brother, but both of my, myself and my sister were actually born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, <laughs> and <laughs> go left and then um, I moved to Calgary in 1994, and so definitely have that viewpoint of having both Indo-Canadian values. Mm. When I, you know, look at the world, which is very different values at the end of the day, and I really look at it as having the best of both worlds. <laughs> Amazing. Today's episode was brought to you by Career Visibility Accelerator Program. Have you ever felt that sinking feeling of being left out? Then listen. There's a problem you face being a highly skilled foreign professional. If you're an immigrant, a self-funded expert, a newcomer, or have English as your second language, you've prepared for everything else location, food, weather, a great house, schools for your kids if you have one, but you haven't prepared for the business side of selling your skills in a new environment. You might get a job just to pay the bills. Of course, we all have bills to pay, so that's understandable. But then you get sucked into just surviving. How do you get unstuck from that? And even if you got a job, how do you influence decision makers at work? confidently speak up at meetings, deal with the cultural differences that could affect your productivity and performance. You plan for every other thing else, and all of that is hinged on the work that you do. So, you need to plan for how you manage your talent, sell your skills, build your connections, and recertify to learn a new skill set. There comes Career Visibility Accelerator Program. It is here to help cut short that long, lonely, difficult process as a leading six-week virtual training program to help you stand out at work. If you're ready to take action, then join us and let's go all in. Visit www.visibleatwork.com. Sign up for the waitlist to learn about a proven framework to confidently share your transferable skills, articulate your value, and be the superstar you've always been. It's been tested, proven, and has helped skill the careers of many foreign professionals like you. Join the Career Visibility Accelerator program so you can make that shift from surviving to thriving. Visit www.visibleatwork.com and sign up for the waitlist today. Amazing. That's really great. And, um, you know, for a lot of um, foreign professionals that come to Canada and also other parts of North America, they have to deal with like their own personal experiences and their own culture and also integrating into the Canadian culture itself. So right. I, I, yeah, I think like what you mentioned, 
Vision Bagan and also with businesses taking diversity as the right thing to do is something that um, both business owners and also their employees would consider while they decide to work for who they decide to work for so that they can explore their strengths and also use it as a strength for themselves as well. Exactly. Yeah. So Tina, you know, um, you, you have some very interesting insights on how minorities can stand out at work. And um, I would like to hear your view on that. that minorities can take or foreign-born individuals um, can look at to implement when they look at a workplace. So I, I truly believe, first of all, and, and it's not necessarily taken for granted, but, you know, because English and French in Canada are, are two key languages, definitely learning if you're um, outside of Quebec English yeah. and becoming fluent both in written and oral. On top of that, I, I do sometimes recommend, if needed, um, not necessarily accent reduction, though I do have colleagues and friends, uh, particularly if they have strong accents, they take an accent reduction. Mm. Uh, but a simple strategy, a lot of people, I used to manage our immigration office for the province of Alberta, yeah. and a lot of the immigrants, at the end of the day, their accents were quite strong, but what they really simply needed to do was slow down their speech mm. because the accent might be strong but if they slow down the speech the accent becomes comprehensible to Canadian speakers what the Canadian speaker will naturally start to do is they'll slow down because recognize both both ways and mm -hmm. so the Canadian um, employee then will naturally slow down their speech so that comprehension which is so important in terms of building relationships and trust in the workplace yeah. will be strengthened. Mm. I would highly recommend when, you know, minorities come to Canada to work, to, to find a mentor mm. if possible. Okay. Someone that potentially came uh, from the same country that they originally came from. Okay. Potentially that is successful. However you wish to define success at yeah. the workplace so that they can give them those strategies in terms of, you know, how does the Canadian workplace differ from their country that they came from? Because a lot of, there are quite significant differences in the workplace and yeah. it's not that anybody wants to change their culture or should be expected to. Yeah. However, there is a component of adapting Definitely. to the country that you're in. And if you need to have a little bit of background and understanding and awareness, so even finding a mentor would be very helpful. And another strategy that I highly recommend, sometimes a new, a new immigrants, new Canadians, really want to be able to uh, look at other jobs within their organization and find that they can't necessarily get promoted. Oh. And I recommend this for anybody, not just minorities, but yeah. anybody that is looking to um, elevate themselves in the workplace and you're finding that you're being passed over for promotions and you don't know why, yeah. gain experience in other areas so that you become a more well-rounded um, individual in terms of your 
experience. And the way to do that is to join a board. Well, a lot of boards are of volunteer capacity. And okay. you don't necessarily have to join a board. And if you're an accountant, become the treasurer of a board. If you really want to strengthen your career and want to move up in a professional capacity, you need to have more well-rounded experience. So yeah. maybe you you join a board in a volunteer, volunteer capacity and become the communications chair or become marketing, uh, work on the marketing team. Yeah. Maybe even job shadow for a year before you join that board and assist the person in that position. They'll happily take your assistance. You're doing it from a volunteer capacity yeah. and you're learning a skill set that will make you more employable and more promotable. So it's really a good um, way to help elevate yourself in the workplace without negative repercussions because you're doing it from a volunteer capacity. Yeah. So there isn't a negative repercussion where you can lose your job or be demoted. Rather, you gain that experience in a safe manner so that you can now add that to your resume and become more employable or even move up in the ranks within your workplace. Oh, wow. I never thought about that that way. That is so interesting. So, you know, one secret, like you said, is um, mentorship. And also, if you can find someone from a similar location as you, you can also share notes and share stories of of how that person has easily adapted and how you can also adapt. And um, volunteering on boards is something that uh, I think is really, really important and insightful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tina. Wow. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> That's really yeah, nice. you're welcome. That's I've really done nice. it myself. I, uh, I've sat on boards and it's only made me more effective in the workplace and it's given me more opportunities because yeah. you take on more roles and you have a more well-rounded uh, skill set. Yeah. And so that's what people need. It also gives you great networking opportunities. Oh, yeah. A lot of Canadians recognize the importance of networking. And networking is very difficult for new immigrants and minorities yeah. if they don't understand how important networking is in the Canadian workplace. So if you join a board, you're naturally going to also add networking um, to to your skill set. It's a skill set everybody should have, but it's also going to help you uh, grow your network in the Canadian workplace. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, like, I, I just want to clarify. So even joining a board could also be, it doesn't have to be within the organization. It could also be any other board outside of the organization. But just putting your skills yeah, to use absolutely. on that board. You can look at any type of board. It doesn't have to be for a board within the organization that you work for. It can yeah. be for any board. Yeah. Um, and there's so many board opportunities. And, you know, a lot of boards now are looking for both visible minorities and women. And so, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to add a lot of value on the board from a volunteer base that will help you in a professional capacity. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Tina. I learned something oh, new welcome. today. <laughs> so is, is, is there anything else you would like to add? You know, just one more thing to for the listeners to take home with to, you know, initiate in their new week as they set out? Well, no, I think that's 
a big believer of keeping your authentic self, keeping your authenticity, really um, being very proud of your culture, but also making sure that, you know, you're exposing yourself and being open to a growth mindset. So really diversifying your own network, your own network of friends, being open to meeting your colleagues. You know, sometimes some people, when they come from another country, it's very easy for them to, you know, only socialize with people from their country of origin or from where they came from. And the best way is to, if you're going to move to a a new country, to obviously embrace your roots and always remember where you came from, but at the same time, adapt accordingly to the country that you're in. And I think if you can manage to have the best of both worlds, you're going to have a very rich professional and personal life. Oh, yes. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Tina. Wow, this was this was really packed in such a short time, but there are a lot of things that, you know, actionable insights that they can get started on and they would immediately see the results. Definitely. So everybody, I guess you heard it today from Tina. She's told us what to do. Just go out and um, look for a way to sign up on a board and volunteer extend your experience you put your skills to use and also look for mentorship and you know science has said that people like to relate to people that look like them but you don't have to do that every time you can go out of your way to meet other people in your office and around you so you can spread your network and grow faster so thank you once again remember communication is your superpower to remain visible at work i'll see you next week